What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba-ba-ba-ba. It's been a rainy few days, huh, Terrence? Yeah, the weather's been great, though. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love it, man. This is but, what Sing- if Singapore was like this year round, uh, it would be like yeah. almost a like you know really paradise, huh? Yeah, but there are people I know who are not the biggest fans of this weather. Oh, really? Like they need sun in their lives. I don't oh. need I, I I need light. I don't like when it goes dark in like let's say when you stay in a winter country, but yeah. when it's like this, I fucking love it, man. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. I remember love last it, time the analogy it. last time in uh in like temperate uh, I mean uh, like uh, other like when we're in the US and all that, every time during summer when it's like nice and cool but the sun's out, it really feels like it's like this giant torchlight is just being shone on the earth like that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, but you correct, don't feel yeah. any heat at all. You feel nothing. Yeah. And you just like That's enjoy magic, the sun. Yeah. yeah. That's it's magic. A, it's almost a magical and, feeling. And I think if anyone has had the chance to live abroad and experience cold, I think I think mm. it would finally, you probably had the same realization I had where, you know, growing up in Singapore, whenever we see the shows from the West and they're like, mm. oh my God, the sun is out, such a beautiful day. And in my mind, I was like, so what? The sun yeah. is out every day. What? What's exactly. the big deal? But after yeah. you go through a shitty winter, <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow, you feel the sun on your face. It just makes yeah. me just, whoo. And, no, like, and, and the concept of like, the concept of, it's such a beautiful day outdoors today. Yeah. I, yeah, never, exactly. under- <laughs> I never understood that until I left Singapore and moved overseas. Why. Like a beautiful day. Like the weather's just beautiful. Like Singapore, beautiful. we almost never have beautiful weather except like yesterday. Like. But yesterday it was still raining, so it's not beautiful, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like beautiful, it, it will be beautiful. It won't be beautiful for like the beach or something, but mm. but if you're abroad after winter, a beautiful day really feels like you, you're walking on like clouds like, when you go out and everyone's yeah. just happy and... Yeah. And it's only after you experience a brutal winter. Yeah. In Singapore, I think every, every day you just sweat. So how can it be a beautiful day? It's just yeah. sweaty. Every day is sweaty. And I remember back on campus, it was like every time like it's winter, winter, winter. Then suddenly it's one sunny, nice day out of nowhere. Then suddenly everyone shots. is like in frisbees, bikinis, <laughs> shorts, shots. lying down the grass. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like you just turned to paradise overnight. Uh. Right. Yeah, man, that w- that was amazing, and you just feel like anything the- is possible in the world, and all the shit. Then two days yeah. later, the clouds come back, it starts snowing, <laughs> and you're just cold as shit, yeah. just wondering what the hell just happened. Yeah, whereas in Singapore, yeah. basically, it's just either it's hot or it's not that hot, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Most most of the time, it's hot, lah. And but when, when it's not that hot, when it's not that hot, that's when we all like, wow, so happy and everything, right? Yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs> and like yesterday, apparently, it went down to 22.5 degrees, no? Yeah, I didn't feel that. In the but, north but, of Singapore. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Woo! Okay. And, and yesterday would be Wednesday, which is the middle of the week, which is why we're yeah. doing our second episode of the three episodes we do every week. Yep, yep. On yep. the, I'm just trying to, to fill in the, the blank that we didn't do at the start Correct. about how this is a thrice-weekly podcast yeah. where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? A touch of humor, as always. A touch of humor. Mm. And, I mean, the first topic today is not the most humorous. Mm. Right. Correct. But um, it's still it, important. Huh? It's still important. I mean, yeah, since we're talking important. about weather and all that, actually, it's very relevant, right? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Um, so, I mean, there, like, there, there are a few events. It's it's all about the environment, right? Mm. And there were a few events in the past few days that, that kind of culminated in us wanting to talk about this. Um, what what's the one that you are thinking about? I mean, like uh, any particular, the fact that the weather was so nice lah. The last couple of days. Oh, the yeah. weather was so nice. So it made you introspective, <laughs> uh, about you climate change. About, is it? Yeah, climate change. Yeah, I think about climate change. How about you? So, uh, I mean, 
I just saw an article. <laughs> oh. I'm not as introspective as you. Yeah, yeah, the nice yeah. weather doesn't make me look inward and think about the future of mankind. Correct, correct. I yeah. just enjoy I, it. I am a, I am a very sentimental person like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, of course, of course. But uh, yeah. So the, 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 tell me, uh, what, were your, what were your sentimental thoughts? Tell me. Uh. Uh, tell you I, I said no I said I, I mean I, I I look at weather like this and I think about uh, you know the kind of weather that you know my son will be experiencing when he's my age or what mm. like in Singapore and then you wonder you know we, we always hear like it's getting warmer and warmer you wonder what it's going to be like in Singapore 30-40 years from now or so like, right um, like for real like, you actually had those thoughts eh? yeah I mean why not Why, why, why? You, you don't have these thoughts yeah eh? You mean you really just go through life just angry every day? Oh, fucking stupid. This fucking stupid. You can't do that, man. They'll make you a very bitter person. This is where if someone is listening in for the first time, you have totally shaped their perspective very unfairly of me being an angry person. I'm a delightful Uh, person. Yes, yes, of course. I'm a delightful person. Uh, And I'm also honest. And not saying that I came came up with this whole topic of climate change introspectively Mm. by checking my own self. Mm. Because I'm but, guessing you also. Uh, I mean, um, I think the other thing as well is that uh, this this article also uh, is linked to the specifically to the pri- uh, public sector, which talks mm. about the Singapore's mm. public sector setting new targets to bring down carbon emissions. Uh. so that's the the, the context uh, of the article. But uh, it's one of those interesting things uh, in Singapore where the public sector actually leads. A lot of the the stuff that you know in 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 business and everything, uh, in the sense that because the public sector is such a huge uh, bureaucracy and em- an employer in Singapore, right? Like a lot of times, mm-hmm. people look to the public sector to to lead la, on on various things like you know work from home protocols, COVID protocols, things like that. No? So now mm. it seems like uh, the Singapore government is setting targets for the public sector to bring down carbon emissions, uh, according to. I think the Paris Agreement that the Singapore is mm. party to as well. Uh. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the context was the the Grace Fuller, the Minister mm, for Sustainability correct. of Environment, was yep. speaking at the Partners for Environment Forum on July 12th mm. as part of Climate Action Week. Did you even know that this week is Climate Action Week? Uh, no, I had no idea. You knew. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I'm just seeing it in an article. I had no idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe the government, that's why the weather is so nice. <laughs> maybe maybe they they orchestrated this to make introspective people like you sit down for a moment yeah. and enjoy the weather that we have now and wonder whether we're going to ever enjoy this weather again. And it's all this, part of the campaign. Make this announcement. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all part of the campaign. Yeah. Because there was that um, there was that uh, forum. There was also the the opening of the floating solar farm at Tengah Reservoir. Mm, correct, have you seen correct. the picture? Yeah, I did. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like forty-five football fields. Mm. It's um and it's it contains hundred and twenty-two thousand solar panels, which are durable enough to last twenty-five years, and it looks yeah. freaking awesome, man. Yeah, and they 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 said that it was set up because, uh, in Singapore, land is very scarce, right? So we had no choice but to put it on on water rather than on, on buildings and everything, like right? Uh, yeah. But apparently, it turns out it has a benefit in that it's cooler because it's on the water compared to being on the rooftop, uh. Oh, mm. that so, is so, so smart, it's, huh? It's even more efficient than everything, uh, which is crazy. Shit, man. It's yeah. one of the world's largest inland floating solar PV systems. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they don't have an acronym for that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's it can power up to 16,000 four-room HDB flats. Yeah, and, for a year. Um, for a year. The, 
Uh, yes. And it's yeah. the same. Yeah, it's the same as taking 7,000 cars off the road. Holy mm. shit, man. Yeah. But that you think about... Dope. But that, that also... It means that you also cover part of the water, lah, right? Which... which uh, I, I know that definitely has effects on marine life and all that as well. Lah. That but is true. Lah. That I, is hope, true. I hope they've done their studies to weigh the pros and cons and the actual impact on, on wildlife and all that. Lah. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine all the marine life? They're like, hey, uh, okay, we like the shade, but um, the plants are going to die. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Unless exactly. unless there's a way, because I don't think it fills up the whole reservoir. Unless they mm. kind of move it around move the like reservoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just becomes... Oh, it, it really does like, move. Uh? No, no, no. As in, as in the animals or whatever, wildlife tries to move away. La, rather oh, than no, I'm saying move the, move the panels. Because some of oh. the plants, like the the underwater plants, they're not free-moving. free, free moving, right? Yeah, I don't know about moving the panels. Uh. That, that would be a tough one, uh. Wow! 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 But I mean, there's but just yeah. one. There's just one of the many things that they're doing in the public sector. Uh, yeah, I think correct, they, correct. They, we we didn't have. Uh, there's not a lot to debate, lah. But basically, I think just looking at this list of things that the public sector is going to do will probably impact you in your private sector job somewhat because everyone's going to start trying to emulate a little bit of what the the public sector is doing, lah, here in Singapore. Mm, um, mm. So, did anything in particular stick out to you in terms of the targets that they are looking at? Um, I would say the the thing that stuck. I mean, yeah, one thing was that like all the the fact that all government vehicles and all would uh be run on cleaner energy by twenty thirty five lah. So mm-hmm. I assume cleaner energy means that it's electrical and and mm. uh not fossil fuel based lah. But yes. that just means that. All trains, all buses, all no, 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 no. There's this. That, I think you're you're, you're mixing not, up. You're mixing up general infrastructure with public sector, civil service. So then, what are what are what are what do government cars no, refer to? So the cars that are used to chauffeur around ministers and things like that, lah. Really, but because yeah. that was my initial thought, but I felt like uh, is Mindef, that a big Mindef, enough thing? You've, you've seen Mindef vehicles as well, right? Like chauffeuring cars around no but the 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 i mean i mean regardless of of whatever it is right whether it's for chauffeur yeah. someone around or or for or for oh yeah i mean just in general maybe delivery or inter inter department something or whatever like right the first mm. thing i thought of when i saw this was that this is a great excuse to start procuring teslas for all government agencies oh. mm. Mm. remember those remember the last time the big hoo-ha about buying bromptons for for I think was it National Parks, National Parks uh or something like that, or NEA or what. They they bought a whole they they bought Bromptons for the entire department and all like, oh, is it? For, yeah, for the use of patrolling the parks or something like that. Then eventually it became a big hoo-ha because people were like, What the hell are you spending money on Bromptons of all kinds of bicycles for for, for the purpose mm. of work, like, you know? So so now when I saw this, I was like, uh goddamn Tesla is gonna put in a very big a uh, nice little bit tender, yeah, a little tender all, for all, like all the, government cars. No, it'd be the Chinese, the, the the electric car from China. Which one was that? Was the it new, new, new or something. You oh. know the, the the Tesla rival la. I see, I see. You you, you never heard of Brompton issue ah? No. Uh, it's well, it was quite a number of years ago la. Maybe before social media or that. So that's why, yeah, Brompton's bikes case. The N Parks officer. 
2014. Before uh. social media. Yeah. Hey, 2014, where got before social media, sir? Okay, okay. Before, because you social media before, is the, the main way that we access news today. What? That's why before I, citizen journalism and all correct, that. Correct, right? correct, yeah. So there was a $5,000 fine on a former NPARCS official because he, yala, he, uh, he, what did he do? Uh? He procured Brompton bikes, la, basically. To, mm, to, mm, for, mm. for the purpose of this. And the bikes were how much? Oh yeah, the bikes 3, were... 3,000. Uh. No, the, he, they, so he bought, he gave false of information to auditors from Ministry of National Development over mm. a $57,000 deal to buy 26 Brompton bikes. 57,000. Mm, so yeah, $57,000 on 26 Brompton bikes. Uh. And then, and then yeah, this, the, the question was whether NPARCS was really using public funds properly. Yeah. Uh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that there was a bigger question of whether there was uh, uh any any uh like you know uh what do you call it uh, ca- uh kickbacks going on because you know obviously someone has to sell them the Bronton bikes right and and make money from yeah. that yeah so so maybe that's a separate issue but this one is like electric vehicles you know now Tesla and all that it's it's the in thing la. I mean I think I think the one broader like high, uh, overall thing I felt like oh shit like I mean this mm. is a this, this, this sort of initiatives are opening up entire yeah. industries in Singapore like, which I think is a great thing like I know mm. there's that 30 30 by 30 or something 30% of our consumption of uh, of food meant to come locally uh, by 2030 and it's kind of like given a shot in the arm for startups dealing mm. in sustainable food la, sustainable meat sustainable food and I think looking at this I mean I actually thought oh shit it, it sounds like well, very high level I mean of course I had thoughts of like the 2020 World Cup goals you know there was also <laughs> this big plan 20, and of course 2010 the, 2010 2010 yeah. and then the shit uh, like the, the the reality of it la. but yeah. this one it feels like I mean like a that, that I think it's it's very big ambitions, very lofty mm-hmm. goals, but I felt like, oh shit, I mean, it's a good direction. Yeah. You rarely ever see governments around the world uh come up with something that is is not is is not even just one party, you know, uh, yeah. uh pandering to, to the green movement and all like in the US, you know, with the green correct, what correct. uh what's the AOC's plan? The the new the green new plan or something, yeah, the green, the green plan. plan. Yeah. And then one was also hotly debated. This one was like, yeah. okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's yeah. the goals. Here's the targets. So, but the, the, I thought it was. It was sorry. You thought yeah. it was like. No, I thought it was pretty, pretty comprehensive, lah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. And it, it, the the and, plans always always sound good, lah. In theory, the plans are always yeah sound good in theory. No, but la, I think but, what what you said what you said was interesting in the sense that I think we spoke about this last year also during an episode about work from home, and mm. I think yeah, Singapore is one of the few countries where the civil sector. Uh, leads innovation in some way la, uh, before adoption by yeah. the private sector. Correct, correct. I think a lot of people look to. Uh, I think we were talking about like uh, say like, like pay raise, pay raises or, or, or bonuses for the year. A lot of times uh, we a lot of times the private sector looks at what the public sector is paying. Because uh, public I sector think, guaranteed will have bonus yeah. on every year. It's yeah. just how much. And, and I, I think last year there was one point where the work from home uh, policies for companies also they were looking to the to the civil sector to mm. to see okay what's the government stand on it and then they were base it of that of correct, that correct. so I thought okay this is this is in some way sending a nice signal what yeah. happens after this I don't know lah yeah the other thing that I also also saw that I th- I thought was uh, pretty interesting uh, you tell me if it's it's not by twenty thirty. Mm. Apparently, MINDEF and Singapore Armed Forces will double their solar adoption in camps and bases, electrify their administrative vehicle fleet, and trial green aviation fuels. 
Somehow mm. every time, every time SAF says he's going to do something, uh, I shudder just at the thought of what's going to happen to the soldier on the ground. Uh. Like can you imagine like mm. they made backpacks with like solar panels all over it. Oh yeah. Because you need to use your signal set or something. Then they have, they'll have like, they'll get two guys to carry solar panels like throughout the whole mission so that they can just power one guy's signal set. And then every time, yeah. they, every time they have to rest, they, okay, oh, we wear the solar panel, guys. Solar panel team, come go, go in the sun and sit in the yes, sun. The solar panel team. <laughs> Something like that. Like your number four, your number yeah. four uniform is just little, little solar panels yeah, and yeah, then they just go out there and stand for two hours. Yeah, yeah. It always, it always <laughs> cracks me out how, how the military always like, you know, take something that in, in, in theory is, is a very beautiful idea or that, but then when you actually put it on a person, it's like, oh, fuck, this is the most cumbersome thing ever. <laughs> so 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 maybe like while we're talking about the different pillars maybe uh, I'll just run through the overall high level targets in case mm. you're listening and haven't read the article yet sure, so sure. basically there is uh, reduced energy and water use by 10% by 2030 mm. um, all government premises will install three ticks water efficiency labeling scheme fittings mm-hmm. um, and to half the energy used to produce desalinated water and yep. explore new technologies for production of new water, which if you don't know is uh, water that is um, obtained from Singapore's sewage. Mm, yeah. um, it's been the butt of many jokes, yep. but it is fairly successful. Yep. Um, then reduce the amount of waste disposed by 30% based on 2020-2022 amounts uh, mm. by 2030, raise the use of solar energy, energy to 1.5 gigawatt peak by 2030. Mm. That sounds like, what the fuck is a gigawatt peak? But mm. it's just, uh, it's the national target is two gigawatt peaks and I think the civil the sector wants to do three quarters of that. Yep. Then the government cars, like we mentioned, all new and existing public se- sector buildings will be retrofitted to achieve the green mark platinum standard Mm. which is like some super low energy rating mm. and uh, MINDEF and armed forces that you mentioned and products must meet high resource efficiency or sustainability standards with the Singapore Green Label which yeah. I guess is an accreditation, accreditation for how energy uh, sustainable, sustainable it is yeah. and they also talked about how um, okay, I mean, reduce there's education, net- there's reducing schools, yeah. carbon emissions, sustainable yeah, hawker, hawker centres. centers. Uh, yeah, hawker centers, and they also talked about how like um the civil uh service um workforce will be champions of like the change la, of mm. going green, mm. and you know the bring your own campaign which actually was started two years ago to bring reusables and avoid disposables. Yeah. So just looking on Reddit, I think there's a fair amount of skepticism, yeah. um in terms of like okay all these are good goals. But I'm sure everyone has had their fair share of like, even when you're working for a company, the company says, okay, we'll do this and this and this. Like every mm. Friday, like bring your own stuff. But then it results in in other negative consequences. Uh. Correct, like maybe correct. bring your own utensils, but then the something else clogs up or like no straws, but then yeah. they give it in disposable plastic cups. Yeah. Yeah, correct. So, so this one, I guess, but I mean, generally... It's it's hard to shit on this right now, la. I mean, we're not trying to shit on it. We're not trying to shit on it. Yeah. I think. Uh, let's let's no, not, not like you know like, let's not go into like nitpicking on the 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 bad the good or bad. No, of no, it no. Um, not not to say shit on it, but but I'm just trying to think of like a a yalla butt uh, take, even for the sake of just being devil's advocate. And yeah, yeah I mean, it seems pretty comprehensive because it's very high level, la. Like yeah. you know, if I tell you, Terence, you know. 
tomorrow I'm going to become a world. I mean, in ten years time, I'm going to become a world class singer. Uh. Um, there you you you. There's nothing much you can say about that apart from like, okay, um, ain't gonna good, happen. Good goal. <laughs> How are you gonna say that? Based on what? I'm like, eh, hey, fuck you. You haven't heard me sing. Yeah. Don't just shit on me without having heard me because, sing. Because because karaoke bars cannot open, so you cannot practice. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess the the one nice the one nice thing is that in ten years time or by by the mm. time we reach twenty thirty. People can listen to this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You know, correct. and just see how maybe gullible or naive we were, or how yeah. how what the government promise actually came through, lah. Yeah, actually, the the, the one that I, the the one thing I did find funny was the sustainable hawker center, lah. Mm. They say it's going to feature Senja Estate. It's going to feature food waste digesters, uh, rainwater harvesting, and solar panels. This mm. will. Provide greener community dining rooms while inculcating habits like food waste segregation and recycling. You know, we just mm. barely, we just barely started with this whole tray return thing, uh, and then suddenly they're already going to like food waste <laughs> segregation, you know, rainwater harvesting, and I'm like, wow, shit, man! I, I just trying to imagine that, uh, like, even this tray return thing was like, uh, it's still, it's still, it's still tough. Like, I, I, I thought it's going to take at least like three, four, five years maybe to to really build up a culture of returning the trays but by 2030 they want to have like you know uh, sustainable hawker centers really lah, where you know they, maybe they use rainwater to wash stuff and people will be segregating the food waste as well and all that that also assumes hawker centers will be around in 2030 correct right? and yeah it's a tough time right now man yeah man no, but yeah. I think you know, like I think in this article they mentions the word solar like forty-seven times. Uh. Mm. So I think I guess if if there are any companies, are there even any Singapore companies specializing in solar? I'm sure there are, or, I'm, I'm or sure they're gonna come out. Uh. As long as there's money involved, there will be a Singapore company uh, happy yeah. to install it for you. Yeah, man. I yeah. mean, maybe you know what? Maybe there might be like solar in our clothes as well, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. on our backpacks and shit like that. I don't think there's a wave of that yet. Yeah, maybe that's inevitable as well. Bound to happen. Bound to happen. I mean, there's a lot of uh, products where you can solar solar like uh, battery chargers that you can mm. use when you go camping and all that. Mm. I heard they pretty they, they I heard they actually suck like, because it's very hard to to really get enough juice to really power your phones these days. But uh, so yeah. So when you read that article, does it? How does it affect your perspective of the the future for your son? Um, and the world that he'll be living in. I mean, all this sounds very lofty, la, but it did make me wonder, like like, like the question you asked, la, will hawker centers even exist, la, right? You know, mm, uh, mm. the government, I mean, obviously they've got reserves, they can, they have the money to invest in solar panels and all these things and they hope SMEs can follow. But honestly, in at, at least at this point right now, la, not I think SMEs are all struggling to keep afloat, la, right? So mm. we look at all these things, we're like, wow, fantastic for the next generation, you know? And kudos mm. to them for, for thinking so far ahead. Lah. But but uh, how does it how does it keep how does it make our uh, SME's businesses sustainable at this present moment lah, for the next couple of years? You know? Mm. We've seen a mm. lot of a lot of like decades old businesses fold in the last one, two years, lah, right? Um mm, mm, mm. So yeah, I mean, definitely climate change is not on the top of their mind. Like. Just staying alive is the, is the bigger problem. So, I mean, this announcement, yeah, it's cool that, you know, Singapore is forging ahead with all this. But yeah, we, I mean, it's a tough act for the private sector to follow because like, a lot of people are still struggling to find their feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. 
I mean, like uh, this whole climate change thing, it also didn't come overnight. It's been mm. it was talked about during the the budget um twenty twenty one um there were yeah like there was the green plan the website launched I think in February mm. uh that was I think the the first time the green plan twenty thirty was released by five ministries on on yeah. in February so I think and even just to to go back to one thing we were talking about just now, the Tengah Reservoir, there actually was a study done from 2016 to 2018. Mm, 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 mm. Um, and they did also say, uh, 2015 to 2018, and the, the that it was carefully designed to minimize impact on the reservoir's water quality, flora and fauna with sufficient gaps between solar panels yeah. to allow sunlight to reach aquatic life. So this whole thing has been in the works, I think, for a long time. So... Mm. Um, I guess I guess it's good that we made this podcast today, so that in ten in by in twenty thirty, yeah, we ourselves can really look at this and think, oh shit, we had no idea what we were talking about, or or yeah, yeah it all worked out beautifully, la. Yeah, and and I mean, sometimes the the you know the road to hell is also paved with good intentions. La. Remember when I think um there was a very big big push for cybersecurity in the public mm. sector as well. And it ended up like uh, you couldn't even use the internet on on civil servants' laptops. That was, oh, yeah, like, yeah, after, correct, that correct. was one of the things that they did. <laughs> and then it became such a big like joking point for a lot of people because it's just yeah. like, oh God, like this is that really the way forward, lah? You know, when you wanna, you know, when you want your network to be secure. So so so, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I mean, like like you mentioned, uh, like implementing, you know, a green uh, office and all that. Is that is that really? Um, is it going to come with its own set of comical, um, you know, measures that that just don't make sense practically? Yeah. Because I mean, you know, like Tengah Reservoir. I don't know. Like I think Tengah Reservoir is not one of the most most talked about reservoirs. Mm. Um, but apparently there are floating solar projects in the pipeline to be completed this year at Lower Silita Reservoir and Bidok Reservoir as well. Mm. So can you imagine all those people who are planning to propose at these reservoirs, right? You know, with yeah. a scenic. Uh, uh, water body in the background. You're gonna have all these solar panels, no? Exactly. Yeah. No yeah. More, so no more beautiful selfies. Yeah, that's why beautiful. So, and I think there's another electric hydroelectric project at Kranji Reservoir mm. and Upper Pierce Reservoir. So, so I think we just all need to kind of brace ourselves for these sort of of changes, la. And yeah. like, um, it's yeah, the inevitable, mean, uh, inevitable. It's inevitable, man. Yeah. It's inevitable. But yeah, man. Yeah. exciting times ahead correct, correct. and and I, I guess just a shout out to anyone listening if you if you have a very strong opinion about why all this talk is like um like just high level talk that is bound to fail us or you think we are naive for being optimistic about this please do head on over to our subreddit and leave mm. your comments because especially if you're working in the environmental sector or you have or you you just you just have a lot of opinions on this that that are backed up by your own experience or by facts that we are not aware of. La. Yeah. Interesting. Like, interesting. Cool. Um, uh. But yeah, so for 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 being uh, for being known to be unique around the world for having our public sector, you know, lead the private sector in certain things, uh, mm. there's another thing that we are now known around the world for. And uh, mm. do you know what that is? Hell yeah. yeah. Um, it is it is the fact that um, a song called Mami by local rapper Young Raja was actually featured on the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah. Like really, like at first I thought it was oh, it was just playing the background or something, but no, like Jimmy Fallon himself took out the cover of the song, put it in front of the 
camera and, and, and she played the song on air. Just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So so okay, the full context is it was actually on a segment on mm. the show called Don't Play This. Do not play, I think. Do, uh, not do, not, uh, do not play. Yeah. Correct, correct. Don't don't play this sounds in don't. Singaporean. Uh. Don't play this. <laughs> don't play play. Uh. <laughs> don't play play. Uh. Do not play. Uh. Correct. Yeah, do yeah. not play. So he, yeah, if you haven't seen the video, he takes out the, the cover of uh, Young Raja's um, single called Mami and they kind of mm. kind of poke fun at the cover where Young Raja's sitting in a bathtub fully clothed and then they play the song and I guess they were making fun of the fact that uh, Young Raja says the word Mami 128 times in the song mm. and Jimmy Fallon looked bored. Yeah. Uh, they did cut to Questlove, the, yeah. the he was vibing member to it, of the roots. He was vibing to it. Yeah, he was vibing to it. Yeah. But it, it it was kind of like it, it was a diss la. it was a diss mm, right it was a bit yeah so that was the context of it but young raja and and full like like uh, if you haven't heard young raja mm. i think he's a super talented rapper he raps in english and tamil mm. and i actually met him on the set of the zombie movie that i was in mm. and that was before he blew up la. um yeah. he's a he's a young rapper and already like been quite uh, gotten a lot of traction in southeast asia mm-hmm. so so okay, taking aside his reaction and all, what did you think of that segment? Um, I think in some ways, uh, just being featured on some on one of these late night shows is a is an iconic moment in your career itself, Right, I would say, mm. like whether mm. it was good or bad or what. Like these these late night shows are are like they're just part of the the fabric of entertainment the entertainment scene in, in especially in the West like America so mm. you know in, in just you know crazy rich Asians Singapore being on the global map and all that kind of stuff the fact that a musician from Singapore got one of his you know uh, tracks featured as a even in a laughing about it kind of way I think that's that's progress like. I remember when, when I remember when the early days of 2012 when uh, suddenly, I think Justin Bieber was sharing this song, this crazy South Korean music video that was like, what mm. the hell is this shit, la, right? And then ended mm. up that became the global hit known as uh, Gangnam, la. Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Oh, Gangnam. Gangnam Style, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> pan- no, no, pineapple, the pineapple pen- one also. Yes, yes, that one later. Yeah, but pen- Gangnam Style. Yeah, yeah. Gangnam Style yeah, first. Gangnam, la. Gangnam Style was like, the guy's a legit, uh, the, 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 the similarity I'm trying to say here is that like Gangnam Style, he's a legit musician, all right. This this sign. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. Uh, he just had a crazy video that yeah, at that point in 2012, nobody could make head or tail off. And it was like one of the craziest things we ever seen. Of course, nowadays we look at music videos, we're like, ah, you know, so this is uh par for the course, like. But back in 2012, it was like it was such a fresh thing to see. And and then yeah, like, people were making fun of it as much as they were were loving it lah, and then you know the dance, mm. how cheesy it was, it caught on and everything. So if I were if I were him right now, like Young Raja, I I totally just build on that, like you know, release more remixes or a dance video associated with it, or a dance challenge or TikTok or something, just to get more people just to 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 play it lah, Obviously, mm. yeah. But did you see like how how he reacted on social media? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was so happy. Yeah, he he retweeted. I mean, he tweeted to Jimmy Fallon. I watched the interview with Straits Times where, where he was like, oh, I'm so happy. You know, I don't know how this happened and none, nobody from my team happened. And this is great for Southeast Asian musicians and all that. La. Yeah. And I mean, the latest thing, so if you Google Young Raja, I think he was trending on Google in Singapore mm-hmm. and um, he, 
he actually replied uh, to Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon replied. Mm. So there's a whole new wave of articles just saying, did you see Jimmy Fallon's reply? Mm-mm. He said they actually they actually loved that jam and they played it out to break lah. Uh-huh. And like to wish uh, Young Raja all the best. So now there's a whole wave of other articles saying, okay, uh, Jimmy Fallon, you know, like loves the 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 vibe or something. But mm. you know, part of me like, like when I was thinking about it, okay, the segment is called Do Not Play. Mm. Um, and then they they you know featured this this artist that is from a country from around uh, the other side of the world, yeah. probably not that well known in America. Yeah. I was just wondering, were any people triggered by that or not? The fact that. You know, Jimmy Fallon's a huge personality mm. using his platform and you're kind of shitting on an artist from another country. And I was mm. just thinking, there has to be some people triggered by this. Mm. Right. In, but I haven't... You're saying you're like, saying in your own mind, you're thinking. No, uh, yeah, in my own mind. Because okay, okay. ultimately, yeah, he's he's kind of like, he's he's punching down like, almost, you know? You know, the, the, com- the, the rule of counter, you punch up to the people in power. And and I was just wondering whether there are any people out there who are thinking, hey, no lah, you know, as a musician, you know, working hard, Singapore is this, why you have to tell people don't play this song? Well, Did that not cross your mind? Not really lah, because I mean, really, part, yeah? part of the reason, if you look, I mean, this goes a bit into songwriting on that. Nowadays, like a lot of songs, you know, they, 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 a lot of them just, just, the vibe is just about like repeating a nice sounding word or a very, very catchy phrase and then like Justin Bieber's yummy and all, and all that kind of stuff. So, but it's more about the, you know, the beats and everything that go on behind the song. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's already more more lyrically embellished than an EDM song, right? So, Mm-mm-mm. people already vibe to EDM, so why can't they vibe to something even though it just says a uh, word 128 times? Lah. So, to me, it's like it's more like it says more about Jimmy Fallon being like a you know a bit of a boomer when he reacts like that as well. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the whole power dynamic thing. Maybe because I don't see the world through that kind of lens as much. Hey, shut up, lah! Okay. I, I saw, it, I saw it as representation, it shit, and and you know, even if someone's making fun of it, like sure, you know, like like Young Raja is, I'm sure he, he I'm sure he knows like. I mean, it's a comedy show that there's some for some people it's the biggest expo- it's the most exposure they'll ever get in their in their lives, uh, you know. Mm-mm-mm. So I never I've, I've, I know I did it didn't cross my mind that that anyone would be offended. In fact, if, if anything, people go and check out the song like like, like Gangnam Style like that like it's only because of video then people went to, and people are tweeting about the video then everyone went to check out the song and after a while it caught on because people started playing it in clubs. So can you imagine like clubs in Miami everything people starting to hey this song was on Jimmy Fallon is like. It sounds it's so the lyrics are stupid, but the beat is sick. You know, I want to remix that with something, and then people laugh. Cause yeah, that's what that's how that's how songs really spread organically, lah. You know. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so I, I so, see it as a good thing. I see it as a good thing. So so I mean, I also feel like it's a yeah. There's almost in this case, it's never is is so true that no publicity is bad publicity, lah. Yeah. But I finally I finally found someone who expressed the sentiment that. That I was thinking, hey, there has to be someone uh, who expresses it. Okay. And I found it on Hardware Zone. <laughs> okay. And what did he say? This, this moron on TikTok said he very proud he was featured in Fallon. He's so stupid, he doesn't know that he's insulting him instead. <laughs> ha, yo. Okay, so... so but that's, so, I mean, not, sure. that's, not, that's not the same what you're talking about in terms of like punching up, punching down, power and def- def- balance and all that, right? 
I mean, to a certain, I mean, you can you can look at it, you can dissect it, you can whatever lah. But I think, uh, in some way, him saying that he's mm. insulting, uh, you take aside the power dynamic. It's just looking at it through through the lens that you apparently mm. never look lah. Yeah, but yeah, but correct. I think yeah. I, I think what the way Young Raja responded was fucking awesome lah. And yeah. and just just the fact that that yeah, like um, if you look at his his interview on CNA, it was also very mature, mm. very positive. Very likable and mm. wow, it, it's super awesome to see to see him kind of like get that shout out lah. Because yeah. like what you said, you know, now is the chance. The fact that he replied to Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon replied just caused another wave of like uh, talk and buzz. So now mm. he kind of has to has to capitalize on this. It's almost like you know you know the uh, uh, Rich Brian, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. So he also had that one rap song which. Which I guess that got critical acclaim when it was done, yeah. uh, when it was shown to a bunch of rappers, and there was a video that showed rappers reacting to it. Mm. And Rich Brian is this at that point in time he was this sixteen year old guy from Indonesia who looks anything but a hardcore rapper. Yeah. But that song called uh what was it uh? um fuck what was the name of that song? Mm, <clears throat> something to do with guns, right? Can't remember already. Yeah. So yeah. so he had this one song that that caught the eye of of Ghost. Ghost, ghost, whatever killer. shit. Ghost killer, yeah. Ghost yeah. face killer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, <laughs> and and it was just in a react video that ghost face killer said, "Oh shit, I'll I'll get on that track." Yeah. And the person doing the interview happened to be Rich Brian's manager. They got on a track, and Rich Brian just blew up, lah. So I I hope Young Raja something comes out of this, and and yeah, man, it's it's pretty fucking dope. And the fact that his album cover got showed as well, mm-hmm. that's great, man. Yeah, I mean, But, remember when uh. Like yeah, even like I, I think a lot of people point to in 2016 when Jimmy Fallon had Donald Trump on his show, mm. and uh, mm. basically Donald Trump was uh, he wasn't a president yet. He was I think still running in the Republican primaries and all. Um, mm. But on Jimmy Fallon's show, you know, like Jimmy Fallon didn't ask any hard hitting questions. Uh, I yeah. mean, he played. He had sketches with Trump, and then he even like ruffled Trump's hair. And made made Trump like feel like a you know everyday granddad lah, more relatable, and uh, mm. a lot of the, the internet went crazy and re- got really furious with him lah, saying that you know he he's he's helping this like um bigot and 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 megalomaniac and every and and who insults other cultures and all that he's helping them mm. him uh, humanize him in, in a certain way lah, and. Mm. Uh, Yeah lah. So so, I I get where you're coming from in terms of some people might th- might might see, uh, you, you know, to us it might seem like innocent shout out or something like that. But you know they have to be quite careful about how they how they portray things or what they portray on the show as well, lah, right? Because it can have mm-hmm. a huge blowback for them, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, I I just thought it. I think it's so so cool and. Uh yeah, like what Young Raja said, like that it's a it's a cool thing to be recognized as an artist from Singapore because Singapore mm. and rapper, you don't really put those two words together in in not only yeah. media outside the world outside Singapore but in Singapore as well the Singapore rapping scene. Yeah, I think people are slowly appreciating Singapore singers. Yeah, you know like with Jasmine Soko yeah. and and Shy, but Singapore rapper feels like okay it hasn't hit mainstream yet yeah. lah. Or Singapore but wrestler, man. Singapore wrestler. I mean, just yeah, Singapore wrestler recently, though. Recently, right? Yeah, that is true. Sean, uh, uh Sean, Sean who goes by the name of Sean Tan by Traxxas, yeah. who we have seen perform multiple times. He's appeared in our video um, before as well as as Donald yeah, Trump himself. Yeah, he's appeared in our videos. <laughs> exactly <laughs> correct. 
<laughs> and oh yeah, that's true. Fuck, yeah. that's true, man. Yeah, that's but my yeah, that's like my claim to fame. I have taken a photo with Trexus who was dressed up as uh, while, you Trump. <laughs> yeah. while you were playing Kim Jong Un. While you were playing Kim Jong Un. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. So so it feels like oh shit. You know we like uh previously Singapore. Uh, was not known in global pop culture. Then there was Crazy Rich Asians. Mm. But then now it feels like slowly we are clawing, like the coolness of Singapore is is clawing at, at the, yeah. the global global zeitgeist, like, which is fucking awesome to see. Well, yeah, we're no longer known just for chewing gum or caning or low taxes or whatever. Now like our arts and our, our singers, our rappers, uh, our wrestlers even are being, you know, slowly uh, recognized for their abilities as well. Like. Don't say swimmers, yeah. like swimmers again. I think that one's a uh, Joseph Schooling is just you know he he swims fast, like that's that's the main thing. But but when it comes to arts and all that, it takes a it takes a much longer time to to really break through, like, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so yeah, kudos to to young Raja. Um, maybe we should get him on our podcast. Uh. Yeah, before it becomes too big, then he just ghosts us. Uh. <laughs> yeah, then he has to be. Then he blue tick me all yeah, yeah, basket. Maybe, but now yeah, I think yeah. if I if I if I reach out to him, also he'll he's he's probably got a ton of people pinging him. Yeah, yeah, try, 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 try. But yeah, gotta but, try. but I mean, yeah, he's a, he's, he's, he's super talented. You should go check out his videos on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud yeah. and whatnot. He's yeah. fucking talented and good, good, good for him, man. Yeah. Correct. Good for him. But yeah, cool. So that was a, a happy, happy, happy topic, yeah. which sets the perfect context for the next segment called the one shook comment of the past few days. Yeah. So what is your one shook comment? Um, my one shook comment is by uh I have <laughs> I have a feeling you might have the 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 same one, but mm. since you asked me, it is yeah. a comment by adventurous underscore ad underscore five five three three. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, so he he or she goes on to say, I think it's time we address the screaming baby in the room. I find it absolutely hilarious whenever Terence's baby is bawling and the two of you don't even acknowledge. <laughs> Do you, I mean, I don't think you even hear it, right? Do you? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll get to that, but but let yeah. me finish reading. Uh. It seems very surreal and it makes me question my own sanity and I have to check my own kids to see if they are the ones who are actually crying. There is yeah. probably a rule plastered on your computer screens which says, do not address the screaming baby. I'm guessing you do it to not break the flow of discussion. I hope Terrence rushes to his baby immediately after the podcast ends and subs out his poor wife or whoever <laughs> is caring for him. Anyway, great podcast is always absolutely loving it. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. But yeah, so so maybe to give some clarity on how we record this podcast, mm. um, Terrence and I have our own mic setups in our in our houses. Mm. Um, and the way we communicate during the podcast is we get on a WhatsApp call. So I think yeah. the reason why I might not hear the baby cries as clearly as people listening to this podcast is because what I hear during the podcast is my call with Terrence, which is done using like a, I guess a wired headset on mm. my end. And I know you use the Bluetooth, yeah. the Bluetooth headset, right? Yeah. Which might not be as receptive to the, the crying, yeah. to the crying baby, la. Correct. <laughs> no, so so I mean it's a, uh, uh, just for clarity's sake, my baby. Uh, he's he's generally good, very has a very good temperament, and, and the crying is purely, uh, you know, maybe he's just woken up and then he's calling for for us to get him out of bed and all that lah. So so don't mm. worry, he's not he's not like abused or, you know, chained up in the corner or anything like that. <laughs> so for the most part, and and <laughs> what you're hearing is not the actual baby bawling himself, but, uh, through the baby monitor, which is you know in his room and everything lah. 
So so the, you're see. hearing the sound from the baby monitor. So maybe it's amplified but, slightly and sounds a bit more scary. Yeah. But like it comes from monitor, saw or if, something. If he's crying on the baby monitor, he's still crying. Like, unless you're saying the baby monitor, the sound is has a filter effect that makes it yeah. sound a bit... Because it sounds like it's, it's crackling and coming from like a radio and all that. So it sounds like a bit more like horror movie and stuff. Uh. But, but mm, it's, not, it's not as bad mm, as it sounds. Like. It's not as bad as it sounds. Yeah. I see, I see. This is the kind of things so, yeah, that so you, you understand as a parent. You start to be able to differentiate the different kinds of crying and everything. Like. Yeah, but I just found it hilarious and I wonder how many other people yeah. have thought the same thing. Uh. They're like, oh shit, there's a baby crying in the background. Guys, why are you guys still talking about this this one short comment of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, was that was that was that a was that a cry? Was that a weird? Yeah, yeah, that's him, that's him. That's him oh, like, calling shit. for attention. Yep, you heard it. Yeah, yeah. maybe he knows we're talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> but that was fucking hilarious, man. So yeah. thank you. Uh what's your what's your using? Adventure adventurers underscore at underscore yeah. five five three three. But do you have a backup comment? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because, uh, I mean, Accidental Jurist, which is someone who's very active on our Reddit, uh, you know, thanks so much mm. for being active and, and putting in a lot of very thoughtful comments and articles. I think about this mm. recent episode, they said, uh, they said, great discussion about the GCBs. It was very disconcerting to me that they ran this kind of news during a period when people are slowly trying to find jobs and basically they are graduates having difficulty finding entry-level positions and blah, blah. And maybe they're trying to signal to the world that Singapore's recovery is going strong. Uh, yeah, which is which is something. Um, I think that's a sentiment that we we felt as well, right? So we mm, were trying mm, to mm. we try to understand, you know, how why we feel a bit like, you know, why is this news kind of that, that kind of feeling? And and you you want to be trans, you want to try and be honest with yourself. Is it sour grapes? That's why we're we're talking about this news or what, You know, and then mm. and 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 but but um, if anything, I've seen that just yeah. Like like what we were just saying about the whole moving forward with the green plan and everything, you know, Tomasic also announced that they had a they had a fucking record year and and all that. So it seems like we're being primed for like oh you know Singapore economy is like doing fucking well, and then inspire mm. everything lah. Um, mm. but yeah, then external juries goes on to say you know I really enjoy listening to both of you talk about IPOs and finance because of our previous backgrounds in the corporate world. And interesting for us to talk more about these topics. Your comments are super enlightening and plus the whole PR campaign and strategy in the context of the IPO. So, uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I think we sometimes forget that we do, we are at the intersection of sort of like having had quite a bit of experience in the corporate world, you know, at, at pretty high levels of the corporate world in terms of working with people there and all that. And then at mm. the same time, also understanding really on the ground, like, media content creation and, and and PR and working in PR agencies and stuff. Lah. So, mm. so yeah, sometimes I forget that, yeah, because of that, we, we actually do, uh, yeah, we we actually do have some inside perspective that, that is, is not easy to glean even if you work in one of these sectors exclusively, lah, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we, we are going to try to find different kinds of guests going forward. Harish and I were literally talking about that yesterday, lah. And 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 mm. if if more of this kind of like interesting business or business type of people come up and and you think that you have a lead or contact, please send them send the names our way as well, because because uh, yeah. yeah we want to talk to interesting people and and you can be a creative person in a in a very boring field right and that that would be interesting to talk about as well uh, rather than mm. rather than just saying oh we're only going to talk to artists and comedians and and all that which I I, I think is a uh, 
It's not what everyone's here for. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are doing it. Uh, we don't want to be exclusively business or exclusively entertainment, exclusively influencers or anything like that. Lah. But we want to talk to mm. interesting people. Lah. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I guess maybe just asking them, maybe it's time for our third AMA. Lah. You think it's too mm. soon? When was the last time we did an AMA? Uh, it's quite recent, lah, actually. It wasn't, didn't quite feel recent, that long ago. Yeah, it doesn't feel maybe we should ago. do it like every 50 episodes or something. Now we're at yeah. episode 182. 182. Yeah, maybe at 200. Right? Maybe, uh, 200 uh, maybe uh, 200 yeah 200 sense. we do a, a next AMA yep yep correct correct 200 okay cool Ooh. um yeah so so now moving on to our one short thing of the past few days and yeah. what is yours Terrence uh, mine is actually this uh, article or this video that someone posted uh, the article is from Asia one it says boys and their toys family converts HDB common area to nerf combat zone and it's exactly mm. what it sounds like some guy who you know is very into paintball uh, paintballing, I think, with his family and and, ner- and nerve guns, they have set up a you know makeshift combat zone in the HDB lift lobby, and then they mm. are li- literally they have a video of them literally wearing like military garb and then doing a military operation sweeping through that that lift ex- lift exterior la, and shooting nerve guns. So mm. I thought it was like it was really cool because like you know. It, it, it's it's just really making use of like common space for 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 something that you know uh families can all get into um and uh, they they call themselves the problem solving club that's what they are on uh, twitter the problem solving mm. club and they you know they 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 do training they they train the family in all these like self defense la or or yeah you know playing paintball together and things like that but uh, it's all with family, la, So it 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 sounds it looks pretty cool, la, Yeah, and this is the kind of I thing that I, I I I enjoy seeing, like you know, people on the ground, like just you know, building that, you know, doing DIY things to entertain themselves, and even during this period when you can't go out to restaurants or KTVs and stuff like that, la. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should you I should see. should check it out. Uh, problem solving club is at Munir Munir Rohani. So I think that's probably the person's name. But uh, yeah, he just, they have the article about them. Problem Solving Club. Okay, yeah. so we'll put a put a link in the show notes. Yep. Um, yeah, so so coincidental uh, that my one show thing is also in some way related to, to military. Oh, is it? It is, um, it is this video that this guy made uh, where he attached um, a toy F-16 fighter plane to his drone. Mm. And he flew it uh, at Bishan Park. Uh, and it it really looks fucking cool because yeah. it is almost you imagine uh, a camera being mounted on an F sixteen pilot uh, behind it, yeah. so you can see the F sixteen pilot and um, he flies his drone ar- up and around Bishan Park under mm. the bridge and all that, and it looks super cool, man. I mean, he did give credit to someone in Pakistan who was the first person that uh, did it, who who was his inspiration. Uh, mm. That person attached a paper plane to his drone, uh, okay. but he did it with an F sixteen plane to kind of like play on the 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 upcoming NDP fly pass lah. I see, I see. So so it's super cool, and at first I'm like, hey, shit, like. Can you even fly a drone like that in Singapore? So, so the the mothership article very um uh, correctly pointed out that it is actually legal because Bishan Park lies outside the five kilometer no fly radius around Silita Airport to the north and Paya Lebar Airbase to the west. Mm. And he actually has a pilot license to fly the first person um, drones um to and so he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. Um. So it right. was it was just super cool, man. Like you watch it, I'm like, oh man, that is. 
that that is creative shit, man. Yeah, yeah. And and this, he this posted uh, it on Facebook. It's gone. I wasn't say it's gone bad shit viral, but yeah, I think I think this kind of stuff just this is so cool. And it flies past McDonald's, you know, the Bishan Park mm, McDonald's. I, I think that's like the most beautiful McDonald's in the whole world, uh, To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you said, said like twenty times already. Yeah. I mean, only twenty lah. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like hundred twenty-eight times that the young Raja said "mummy" in his song. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, I mean the the only the other, but actually the only thing is like I think there's um maybe maybe he got past it I don't know, but maybe there is actually a set of rules for attaching stuff to your drone, like stuff that isn't meant mm. to be on a drone and attaching stuff to it Because I think we last time we did I mean this was many years ago, but we did research on. On, on bringing a cup of data rig up into the air using a drone. And then somehow, because yeah, we wanted to create the world's tallest data rig. Uh, so we thought we would yeah, put it on yeah. a drone, bring it up, and then after that, tip the cup over and then and then tarik the tarik the data rig, uh, you know, all the way yeah, down yeah. To, to earth level. And uh, yeah, we found there were a lot of restrictions in terms of like carrying liquids and all these things uh, into the air using a drone. Uh, even if you were doing it over a field or what, you, you'd still need some kind of permit. Because... Uh, yeah, I guess it makes sense, right? Like you, you could do, you could poison a lot of animals or fish or ponds if you were doing it. If you were randomly throwing shit into into the environment yeah. as well, right? Yeah. But so I mean, his his pilot license allows him to take on commercial filming work, and I assume mm. that I mean, I assume like, to do commercial filming work, maybe you have to attach some sort of camera or something. I'm I'm assuming mm. this falls under that, but but maybe that mothership article is going to out him. Uh. So yeah. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> too much publicity as young rajas uh, you know we, we, they say no publicity is bad publicity actually that's not 100% true yeah right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it, while while it's up there it's freaking it's freaking cool uh. yeah check it out it is cool yeah cool. man alright 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 cool let me cool, go and cool, tend cool. to my crying baby right now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and we'll see you all okay, soon thank you all for listening peace <laughs>